Hello humans, hello humans. Heading outbound again. Got all of my chores done. Everything went reasonably okay today. I mean, I got everything I needed and was able to meet with those people that I needed to meet with to drop off uh, documents and crud. So it was an okay trip into town. <coughs> now I'm stuck behind some oversized loads heading slowly out to the coast. It's a double wide trailer, I think. Yep, double wide trailer. Both pieces moving now. They're gonna really go slow as we get on this one road, uh, which is all very mountainous, up and down, twisty, that kind of thing. Anyway, um, so the whole um, thing about the Elohim, um, really has some interesting ramifications. All right, so I've talked to some uh, kids that were, you know, I don't know how old they are because I, I haven't like met them. This is online. Uh, some kids that are rabbinical students studying to be rabbis. And they, uh, <laughs> they were giving me a ration of shit about some stuff. And then I, you know, I basically told them, uh, you know, uh, don't be deluded by the power structure you're trying to ease into, right? Go and actually look at this this stuff and examine it. The one guy actually was honest enough to come back and he said, yeah, you're right. He said, you know, yes, all of the things you're saying about the actual language is true. And oh yeah, uh, you know, these um, uh, teachers of ours, they know. So, uh, just rather interesting. Also ran into this woman who... You know, I just really hate to have the conversation with her because I'm not out to to destroy anybody's faith or anything. But, you know, my approach is that if, you know, if you tell me that this book was written by God, I will, you know, or divinely inspired, blah, blah, blah. I will read it to see, you know, basically what the hell you're talking about. You know, could this be? And, um... When I go ahead and do that, and when I read it, it says one thing, and you're telling me something else, well, we've got an issue. So I was talking to this woman uh, who her handle was like a sister Christian, right? Uh, she's one of those people that you'll see standing out in like in front of uh, post offices and stuff with the little brochures to hand out on whichever Christian sect she's a member of, and I, I got her in... Uh, you know, be honest and say, I just don't remember, right? She told me, but I don't remember. It wasn't like any of those that, you know, Seventh-day Adventist or something that, that I might, you know, at a major national level. Anyway, though, and she was saying, okay, she'd heard my discussion about the Elohim and wanted to know. It really piqued her curiosity. And then she starts delving into it, and she'd been doing it for the last couple of months. And so she's very, very, very conflicted at the moment, and so had had um, corresponded with me, uh, you know, and it's like, I'll do anything I can help to uh, soothe and ease the situation, but, you know, the facts of the matter are that she's been lied to all of her life, she's in her 50s, uh, been all, lied to all of her life about her Christian faith, and mostly, I'm of the opinion, the people that lied to her we're being quite honest. That's their belief system. They did not know 
um, that they were being uh, deceived uh, by the language and the you know the power structure and all this history that goes back to you know uh, the last Kali Yuga even before that so um, so these people they don't know they think there actually is a word for God in the Old Testament they do not know that Elohim is the word that's being translated as God and El Elyon is the phrase that's being translated as God Most High, um, which is really a name. It's not, you know, it, it, those words don't translate. Uh, he was an El, and his name was El Yon, and he was the head of the, um, the whole invading force. So anyway, um, you know, she's got to come to terms with this, and it is a real struggle for her. And I understand why it's a struggle. I would not want to be in her shoes there. I don't know how she's going to reconcile it. I have, I have, you know, some uh, real sympathy for her, and um, and told her that you know, her big deal was: Have I wasted uh, these decades of my life being a Christian? And in my viewpoint, no. You know, a person of faith, it does not matter. To me, anyway, it, it, it makes little little difference what that faith is attached to, as long as that faith is, you know, moral, honest, and good, etc. Right. So just because you're deceived into worshiping one of the um, GMO humans, uh, because you were told that this GMO human was, in fact, uh, God incarnate on our planet. Uh, the fact that you were deceived does not make your your faith or emotion it doesn't in my my viewpoint it doesn't detract from it at all uh, and then she's saying well what's she to do now and I and I keep telling her you know on the other side of all the lies is the Creator God which I just happen to use the term universe so I'm I'm as as uh, inoffensive as possible to talk when I talk to people that could be offended by uh, what I'm about to tell them, right? Uh, when I do run into them and <laughs> I tell them this stuff, they, they kind of like, some of them just shut down, some of them totally ignore me, and some of them freak out, you know, calling me a blasphemer and all of this kind of stuff, which I'm not the blasphemer, uh, you know, you are the ignorant deluded for not actually going and checking this shit. Anyway, though, uh, so Sister Christian has a real problem. And her problem is reconciling her 30 plus years of uh, serious devotion as a Christian to the, the facts that underlie that Christian belief um, as it has been misinterpreted from the Jewish structure uh, that is its origin. And so she's trying to come to terms with all of this. And she grants me that, and I think she got some level of solace from understanding that, you know, the Creator God isn't going to give her shit for being deluded and worshiping a GMO human, right? The Creator God has no uh, no anger, no uh, enmity to any of this. Uh, you know, the the Creator God doesn't care that you're deluded, and it'll all work out, right? 
And so you haven't been a bad person for having been deluded. The people that deluded you, I'm of the opinion that they were also not bad people because they didn't know. They were just not inclined to do this. So this comes back to, uh, we had a long discussion, Sister Christian and I, it went into some deep, deep, deep religious shit. And in the end, she comes back and she agrees with me that, well, you know, this is all overlay. It's basically, um, uh, you know, a coating, a, um, uh, a delusional kind of a frosting on everything. But there is a, a true creator God on the other side of these delusional religions. Anyway, so we'll see how she does. She's got, as I say, some real issues. She's sort of been coming out of this over these last few weeks and getting a handle on it. Um, but it brings up the, the issue of the research, okay? So as I pointed out to Sister Christian, she is one of the few, okay? She's one of that 20% that'll go and do her own research, uh, regardless of, you know, uh, having been um, mentally captured by all of this. And she was, um, she was actually told to not research any of this by her pastor fellow. This was back a number of months. And she just uh, said, well, you know, obviously I can't do that. And that, that, you know, you're not doing me any service by telling me to not research it and stay deluded. And then she goes and researches it. And now she can't go back uh, to that um, fellowship that she had in that... Um, conclave of Christians that she was associated with because the pastor knows that she knows the truth and so she's been forbidden from showing up. And she went back one Sunday because she enjoys the fellowship and so on and was was not permitted in the door and there was a big kerfuffle. Uh, and she said that really that really um, uh, you know put the nail on the coffin uh, you know put the kibosh on the whole deal because she understood how he was, this pastor dude, was too scared to alter his life by investigating this shit and learning it for real because what would happen to him if he, if he discovered that he was, you know, aiding people in delusions. And she said, you know, that it, it really, um, really sealed it for her that he was totally blocking all this out. He wanted to stay deluded and she uh, could not. And that's when I told her, well, this is where you got to start getting into the woo because obviously universe, AKA creator God, wants you to have this understanding, wants you to go through this, wants you to come out the other side. And so therefore, as I was telling her, in my opinion, you will come out on the other side and you will be better for having had this journey. Uh, so that's the, I, I always have this little thing in my head. There's a song about it, you know, if you want to play the blues, you got to, got to pay your dues, right? And so this is like, in order to come to the understanding, you must have, there's no way of getting around it. You must have that uh, long night of the soul, right? Where you're just totally examining everything and, and uh, you know, there's just nothing there for you. Now, in my opinion, again, as I told this woman, I think that that she is intended for other bigger things because of when she's encountering this. Because she's coming into this uh, long night of the soul and is going to go through this, um, you know, uh, into the valley of the death kind of thing, 
because she's actually having to kill off her religion in order to discover her relationship uh, with divinity, life, and the woo, right? In herself. And so, uh, so this truly is uh, a death she's involved with and a, um, a mourning and the whole thing. She's mourning the loss of everything that went, that was associated with uh, this, uh, you know, believing in this delusional aspect of things, right? Anyway, so I suspect that she'll be, you know, when hypernovelty happens and all these other people start, uh, you know, especially those in her conclave who know her, blah, 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 they'll contact her and she will be there having gone through this. She can say, this is what you're going to have to encounter. This is what's going on based on experience, right? So, um, 80% of the people are like her pastor. They would prefer to be comfortable and will never examine any of this shit because of the fear of what it would lead to, right? Which would be their changing. They would have to change uh, radically, dramatically, etc., in order for that to, um, you know, just as a result of pursuing it. And they don't want to do it. I think of them as, as exhibiting intellectual cowardness, uh, but I understand, right? I'm not getting down on them at all for that. Uh, but what I am, am leading up to is this idea that Sister Christian here is going to have a shitload of work come hyper-novelty because there's going to be tons of people that are in her situation that will be seeking assistance any place they can get it as she got it from me. So she was initially... Um, Oh man, she was just, uh, it was just a terrible, terrible, terrible email she sent me. And she's since apologized for it. But she was, you know, basically unloading everything on me. Um, uh, you know, like I say, calling me blasphemer and all this kind of shit, right? Um, but anyway, so so the two of us are beyond that. And, and we know that she's um, in progress and has had... Uh, progress and is in the process of reconciling all of this and she will have to and as I pointed out to her you know because she's going through this over these past few months every time I have an opportunity I point out something along the way that can serve as a marker for her for when she encounters others also seeking assistance she'll be able to say what will trigger uh, for her will be these you know various uh, milestones along the the this particular night of the soul and she'll say oh yeah I was there you know and when I was at this point that you're at now this is how I dealt with it and so on and so you know so I think we will have some level of progression there because universe is activating these people ain't me right uh, as I tell JC uh, Jean-Claude um, you know we can say 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 but if they're not willing to hear 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 nothing's gonna happen so now I know that universe is actually um, actively participating in our current state of affairs because it is making people hear. It is making people come across and, and find my stuff, right? And then they're grossly offended, and in some cases, they're so offended it, it shocks them. And she wrote me this email, and then I basically sent an email back to her as kind as I possibly could, and, and came to the, my conclusion on that email was, prove me wrong. And so she goes to prove me wrong, and of course she can't, and that's what started the whole process where she came back and said, oh, gee, oh, gee, oh, what's happening here, you know? 
they, they lied to us. It's, it's blah, 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 blah. And so, um, you know, she's got, um, she's got friends, uh, you know, in our Wu community that have, that have aided her somewhat. Um, but it's still a personal struggle that you have to deal with on an individual basis. No one can take away the pain. No one can reconcile it for you. Uh, you will have to do it yourself. And there's billion Christians that are going to be coming to this understanding uh, over the next few years. Now, we're just going to get into the hyper novelty early next year, and maybe we'll hit uh, one millionth of a percent of the Christians will start uh, coming to this understanding uh, this time next year. A millionth of a percent, a very, 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 very small number out of the billions of Christians. And so I expect that that billions of Christians will take a, um, a number of years and then they'll reach a, um, uh, a breaking point, a shatter point, where the glass wall of the delusion that is reflecting back their ideas to them shatters and they see it was there and they look through it and see themselves um, and see for themselves uh, what's going on. And so that, that I, I think, will take years and years and years, you know, decades, uh, just because of the nature of humans and all this stuff that's got to go on. At some point, though, um, you get a, uh, this, you reach this uh, shatter point. It's a threshold when there's a certain number of the population that is thinking a particular way that is new to them, but and so they're talking about it more and so on, then the rest of the normie herd will rapidly... Uh, try and um, also think that way. They'll try and also get in with this because they sense that this is the the developing trend that's going to um, uh, drive, not drive things, but that's going to pull things in a particular direction. And so uh, that shatter point might be, you know, four years out, right? And, and when it happens, then we'll see a vast number change relatively quickly. So I'm expecting on stuff like politics that we're going to pass a shatter point here in this splits happen period, right? So between now and say the end of January, and we're going to have a shatter point in which everybody, all the normies that have been disbelieving, that have been, you know, buying the... Um, uh, dementia Joe uh, regime and all of that as legit and you know and all that kind of stuff are just going to rapidly move away from uh, the media and and we're seeing things now in terms of you know the talk show hosts not doing their talk shows and this kind of thing uh, various different kinds of um, economic out, uh, indicators coming out of the media companies that all is not well and that absent government subsidies these guys are fucked they would just collapse. So if there weren't government subsidies in England, you wouldn't have any of the tabloids, you wouldn't have the Daily Mail, you wouldn't have any of these things uh, that are out there, especially all of those that are, you know, uh, uh, premier uh, mainstream media attempting to uh, become authorities or be authorities on things, right? And so absent government subsidies, these things go away. And once they go away very rap, they'll go away very rapidly. And that's going to leave a gap. It'll leave like a vacuum, information vacuum uh, that'll have to be filled. And of course, it'll just suck in all the people out of the woo. Uh, so it's going to be a very interesting few years. The uh, hyper novelty 
uh, will include in 2024 the um, Great Global Revolution, the GGR. Uh, the Great Global Revolution uh, is also sort of like the Christians, and it's also involved in that sense as as people uh, evolve away from the uh, delusions and and start looking at some level of uh, factual reality around them. And and a lot of these people will get into a um, revolutionary mindset. Oh, you know, this is a bunch of horseshit. It's had we've had all this stuff for you know. 6,000 years and it's time to change it. And so we will be doing that. So this, the hyper, but the hyper novelty is not restricted to the uh, great global revolution. And in fact, uh, the GGR is to a certain extent, it's an outgrowth of the hyper novelty that um, uh, a primary symptom, so to speak. So it's going to be very chaotic as we uh, go through winter and even more so into spring and then we'll hit like I say somewhere around in mid uh, the first part of the, the uh, month of April uh, midweek that first week and um, then that in my opinion is the shatter point uh, a lot of the woo people say it's here we're do, do, doing things we're dealing with it and they're starting to deal with more and more normies that are involved and then by the time we get into June lots and lots of the normies like sister Christian are standing up to help other normies uh, come on over to the woo side and uh, it's going to be uh, just uh, fascinating to see this uh, play out uh, you know not necessarily a good thing not going to be a quiet time very dynamic all different kinds of uh, bad shit happening everywhere but in my opinion the general trend is on the up right <laughs> and we're just bouncing along the bottom so to speak um, you know, using an economic uh, analogy. And we're about to enter into a bull market and head way up. So, uh, anyway, so getting back to Sister Christian and her situation, the, that 80, okay, so that it is a fact that most people won't do their own research and that the 80% of the, of the populace is uh, basically ready to just go along to get along um, in in a, in a way it aids her as we go forward because she's not going to have the pressure of them on her until she's come out of that that um, uh, walk through the valley of death and you know can point out the signposts and stuff to the people behind her it's just the way this shit works and so in my opinion she's like hmm Maybe she's 60% through the valley and uh, will be having a better time. She's already having a better time than she did two months ago and is starting to reconcile herself to the situation and understands to some extent anyway, whether she's agreeing with it or not, my perspective uh, that universe desired that we all go through this. And so it's not a conflict for me to say that universe, the creator God, wanted humans to become very good at contention. And it brought, in my opinion, the Elohim here uh, to humanity such that we would get these lessons in a way that you can't get these lessons any other way. And so this is a, a key component to uh, woo-ness over uh, the mainstream media is that 
uh, most or a lot of the Wu people are speaking from experience, right? We've had the walk through the valley of death. Uh, we've seen the, the Wu and it's shocked us. We've seen stuff that uh, isn't explainable by the MSM or the current narradigm. And so we investigate and so on. We're part of that 20% that goes on out and checks shit out for ourselves. And this is just the way that humanity is constructed. We will never get to the point where that 80% is going to be as I am. That 80% will never, ever, ever um, be uh, self-referential and uh, self-seeking. They'll always be guided from the outside just because of the nature of humanity and uh, uh, where we are at within the universe. But anyway, so Sister Christian does grasp that, you know, uh, God moves in mysterious ways uh, and those things are so mysterious that they might have a six or 10,000 year timeline. And within that period of that, that six or, or 10,000 years, uh, there's going to be a lot of misdirection, you know, dead ends, uh, you know, cul-de-sacs, uh, this sort of thing, bad decisions, because it is necessary that we make those in order to see them, that they're, see that they're bad. Um, if, you know, basically it's feedback. You need the qualification. You need the feedback coming in in order to be able to um, make a choice as to what to do. And universe desires things to be done because we're the doers in the body. So anyway, um, it's a, you know, best of luck to Sister Christian. They're, she's probably going to end up, as I say, doing uh, yeoman's work here with all of the people that she used to hang out with in her, uh, in her church, who will at some point be facing this as well dealing with this stuff as well. Now, uh, in my opinion, a lot of the angst and problems that will be triggered for uh, Christians, Jews, and Muslims will be due to the major increases in UFO activity that we're seeing now that will seriously escalate in uh, 2024. And just the mere fact that these UFOs are buzzing around and that our military is freaked out is going to cause language that will have to force itself, that will have to intrude on those minds that recognize um, or that, that will be made to recognize uh, that their understanding is delusional or they, they won't think of it that way to start with, but they'll think of it as, okay, there's something not right here. There's something that's, uh, you know, I, I'm missing that didn't get worked out right, uh, and so on. Uh, they will... Well, it's going to be chaotic. Uh, lots and lots of people are going to freak out. Uh, I don't know how bad it's going to be. Uh, a lot of uh, unstable minds might do unstable things as a result of this, so I'm not ruling that kind of stuff out, but um, yeah, you know, all things considered, uh, you know, this aspect of hyper-novelty and the stuff that's going to beset the Christians uh, is really, okay, so it's a big problem for everybody, but it's not as big a problem as what's going to happen to the Jews and what's going to happen to uh, the military and officialdom as we go forward into 2024. So I'm actually looking for 
pretty much a general reorganization of the whole of the human social order. Yeah, it's an easy, easy thing to say, but it's going to be very difficult for us to accomplish this. But so we'll see an entirely different structure. Uh, will the UN still exist, uh, you know, two years from now? Maybe not. It's going to be that, that profound and that deep. Anyway, guys, I got to, got to stop here and do some stuff. So that'll be it for this one. And we'll um, pick up as I have an opportunity.